Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We bless the Lord for an open heaven. I can sense that the heavens are opened. Anytime the heavens are open, be ready for divine interactions. Hallelujah. I don't know how to go about this. I feel like telling you to sit down because the Lord wants to move in this meeting today. Let me share the word of God briefly and then we allow the Holy Ghost to move. Is that okay? Is that okay? Just usher your neighbor to the seat. Tell them welcome. We want to say thank you to Daktari. By the way, he's a doctor by training. Thank you very much with your amazing wife. Have you been blessed? Are we blessed? Life Church, have you been blessed? We give Jesus all the glory. My wife is in the house. Hallelujah. No, please. That's not how you celebrate my wife. Yes. Maybe you can stand and wave their visitors today. You know the Bible says there's a time they kill and spared the best for last, but the queen misbehaved. I know you cannot misbehave. So just wave the church. Amen. That's my beautiful wife. Mimi nitakwambia sura na tabia nzuri. So kitafuta tabia pia angalia sura. Amen. And I bless the Lord. My son is also in the house. Uh, turning, he just turned one. It's called Jamba. Jamba just turned one. That is T Junior. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Now this, the, the young man has seen his mother. You know boys and mothers. We are competing for attention here. We are, we are two boys in the same house. But we have an amazing, amazing mother. And then I have two girls that compete for my attention. Oh, February is coming. Yeah, we'll discuss some of these matters. Are we ready for the word of God? Oh, please, uh, you know, I don't like it when I see people standing. If it's possible, we can squeeze and squeeze and squeeze. There's still spaces there, Pastor Ronnie? Yes? Yes, we can. let's occupy these seats over here. Uh, please, those who are there, today you have the privilege to sit where elders sit. So it just come amazing. Stampede, you're from the mission. Have you cast out demons? And they have gotten born again. Yes, now you can come and sit here. If that come here, you are in the Rudy. Lasmo Rudy now should. And it was Isinia. My girls, Isinia. Today, our mission team is out and they are reaching out to seven schools. In fact, more than seven. By the end of day today, the missioners will have reached out to more than 10,000 students with the gospel. Hallelujah. Let's appreciate the missioners. I want us to go to the book of John chapter number 2 beginning from verse 1 and verse 12. From verse 1 all the way to 11. You know, I was thinking about this verse. <laughs> I felt like calling it the party must continue. John chapter number 2. The Bible says on the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there. Now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding and when they ran out of wine when they ran out of wine the mother of Jesus said to him they have no wine. Jesus said to her woman what does your what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. 
His mother said to the servant, whatever he said to you, do it. Hallelujah. Now there were set there six water pots of stone according to the manner of purification of the Jews containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw out, out now and take it to the master of the feast and they took it. When the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from. But the servants who had drawn the water knew. The master of the feast called the bridegroom. And he said to him, every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. And when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior. You have kept the good wine until now. This beginning of signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee. And manifests his glory and his disciples believed in him. Now we are in the year of notable miracles. And one of the instructions is that the Lord told me to teach the miracles of Jesus. They are 39 in number. And I want to believe as we will be going through these miracles, the faith of men will be stirred, And there will be personal miracles by the understanding of these miracles. The second thing that I came to discover is that every miracle was unique and there is a dimension of faith that was manifested in every miracle. So I believe as you are reading these miracles, your unique faith is going to be stirred and you are going to believe God in a unique way and for unique stuff. And now we are looking at the book of John. Allow me to lay a theological foundation then we come to the preaching. There are we always call this the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, John, and Luke. We call them the Gospels. But ideally, under the Gospels, we have what we call the Synoptic Gospel. And then we have the Book of John, which is not a Synoptic Gospel. Please follow Kinley. The name Synoptic simply means a people that had the same view and the same narrative. So under the Synoptic Gospel, you have Mark, Matthew, and Luke. Those are the Synoptic Gospels. So under the Synoptic Gospels, you have the three. Meaning that the book of John is part of the Gospel, but is not part of the Synoptic Gospel. Now when you look at the book of Matthew, the book of Mark, and the book of Luke, it's very key for us to understand that Mark and Luke were not disciples of Jesus. But Matthew was among the twelve. But Mark was the first synoptic gospel to be written. Meaning that Matthew and Luke interacted with the writings of Mark before they wrote their literature. So when you are looking for the first gospel, it was written by Mark who was not a disciple. Luke was also not a disciple. Luke was writing to a man called Excellent Theophilus who was a Gentile. So the assignment of these books were very simple. Matthew is writing to the Jews. And the mandate and the objective of Matthew is to prove that Jesus is the seed of Abraham and Jesus comes from David and is the legal heir of the throne of David. Because the Jews needed that pattern for them to believe this is the Messiah. 
That is why Matthew begins with the genealogies. Because he must place Jesus according to the prophetic ordinance that is upon his life. Mark is writing to the militant and Mark is one of the disciples in the days of the apostles. And he's writing to, to the Romans and he has to bring a militant Christ. That is why Mark does not dwell mostly on the dead. He dwells mostly on the power. In fact, before the end of Mark 1, we already have a miracle. Because the man must bring Christ as an authority to a militant society. Luke is writing to a man. But John does not need to qualify Jesus as the Messiah. John now introduces Jesus as God. And that is why the writings of John are deep. In fact, I don't encourage any believer to begin by reading John. It is too deep for a man that just got born again the other day. Because the objective of John is to present God, Jesus, as God upon them that believe in God. Are we together? So now when you begin to look at John, beginning from chapter number 1 and verse 1, John does not begin with genealogies. John begins with introducing us to God and John takes us before Genesis 1.1. He says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. Genesis says, in the beginning God. But he takes us before the beginning of God because that beginning God existed as an entity called the word. So he says, in the beginning was the word. So John is introducing divinity upon humanity. Are we together up to there? So he begins by saying, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. This is a very theological presentation. Uh, he was in the beginning with God. Uh, all things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. Allow me to tell you, it took two centuries, two centuries, 100 years, 100 years, for people and believers to believe that statement in the beginning was the word. That word there means logos. It took two centuries for men to believe that indeed the word could become. That, that literature and that reality could not be understood. Immediately Paul died and the apostle died. It took the church two years of debate to analyze the name logos. That one word, logos, two years, 200 years. For them to come and believe that God immediately became something. Are we together? And so the Bible now says, in him was life and the life was the light of men. This is now John introducing. And the light shines in the darkness and darkness did not comprehend it. You can see he begins by introducing Jesus as God. So the very first chapter of John chapter number one is the introduction of Jesus as God. Are we together? We, we, we have to lay ground, Bible, hallelujah. Yes, we need to know our word. And now when we continue, we begin now to see, he, after this, and then there was a man sent from God whose name was John, and he explains, and now Jesus comes and he sets up his camp. He chooses the disciples. And in the first chapter, it is the doctrine of Christology. We are dealing with detailed doctrine of who Christ is. And then the second chapter, we come to Abash. Now, John labors to introduce him as God. But the second chapter will now begin to introduce the man who is also God. So we are now dealing with divinity resting in humanity. 
So the humanity must be brought forth and in this bringing forth is an environment where divinity must sort the issues of humanity. Okay. Now, the first level we are building a character of a divine God. Who is Jesus? And this God has entered. He has found a legal leeway into the realm of men by the birth, the virgin birth of Mary. And then now, there is a place where he must be introduced as man, though he's God. So the first chapter introduces him as God. The second chapter will introduce him as man, but in the same chapter will introduce him as God. So this is man who is God. It is divinity resident in humanity. And it is amazing that this story must take place in a wedding. Because the Bible is a book of weddings. Genesis begins with the wedding of Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. It's very key. It begins with the wedding. Hallelujah. That is the opening chapter. There was a wedding and it was a garden wedding. Our God knows romance. The first wedding was a garden wedding in the gardens of Eden. And, and the first person to be born was a woman. And a man gave birth to a living woman, a human being. And then the role of birthing was delegated to women. So, the, okay. Out of the ribs came a woman. Out of the ribs came a woman. Someone said, you don't argue with a woman. Because women are the only people who argue with God. God gave them eyes and they added lashes. God gave them nails and they added you as a man, you have no power to argue with someone who can face God and correct God. So men are we together. Leave that battle alone. You can't win. Even God has surrendered. Uh, 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 <laughs> and so at that time, we begin to see that the, the events of scripture begin with the wedding in the garden. Jesus, the events of scripture will end with another wedding. The banquet where the bride and the groom will gather in heavenly places and there will be another bash. So, when we are reading the book of John, we are dealing, number one, with a theologian. Number two, we are dealing with a man with prophetic insight. And number three, we are dealing with a man with poetic language. So, the literature of John cannot be observed literally. You must understand the prophetic intelligence upon John. You must understand the metaphorical level and the poetic dimension of John for you to appreciate what John is writing. So, there are many events in the Bible. And this is a wedding. Now, let's unpackage this wedding and begin to see what is happening. Number one, we begin to see the wedding was on the third day. The third day. The third day. This tells you the wedding took place on a Tuesday. The Jewish calendar, the first day is Sunday. The second day is Monday. The third day is Tuesday. Whatever calendar we use is a secular calendar. It is called the Gregorian calendar, which was adopted by Catholicism, and it was an origin of the Roman Emperor. That is why we worship on Sunday, which is the Sunday, the day when Romans worship the church. So you cannot be a Sunday believer. You must be one in the spirit every day. I, John, I was in the valley of Patmos, but I was in the spirit in the day of the Lord. So Sunday is not the day of worship. Every day is a day of worship. So when they adopted this Roman, Roman calendar, all the names in the Roman calendar from Monday 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that's a God. Friday, Saturn's day, then Sunday. They are not our days. But now because there is a system, the original Hebraic calendar follows the cycles of the moon. But this one follows the cycle of the sun. Hallelujah. And so now, so this is under the Hebraic calendar. And remember, John writes to an, a Hebrew audience. Majority of the people that can understand the matters of John are Jews. So we must enter into a Judaism psychology for us to appreciate the literature of John. So on the third day, the Jews used to marry. Why? Many times on Tuesday. This was in the culture, not today. Nowadays they marry on Saturdays and any other day. But when you go back to the culture of the day, they considered Tuesday or the third day as a day of double blessing. According to Genesis chapter number 1, verse 10 to 12, the only day that had double blessing was the third day. And it was a day connected to fruitfulness. Genesis chapter number 1, 10 to 12. Genesis 1. We'll understand why the third day. Hallelujah. Whatever John mentions has a meaning. He was not idle when writing. So we must enter and decode what he was saying. And God called the dry land earth. And gathering together of the waters, he called the seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass and herb. That he'll seed and the fruit tree that he'll fruit according to its kind. Whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb. That yields seed according to its kind. And the tree that yields fruit. Whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And then that was. So evening and morning were the third day. So the third day has two goods. Two blessings. In all the days of creation. Only the third day. When you hear and it was good. And it was good twice. And so the Jews chose the third day as the day of double good. Am I speaking to anyone? This was a day of double blessing. So now it was the third day. Of course, number three is connected to Trinity. Number three is connected to resurrection. So it was on the third day, there must be a convergence of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It was on the third day when a bash is about to go down, it must be revived back to its original order. And on that, that day, there was a wedding in Cana. And the Bible says, in that wedding, wine ran out. Wine ran out. And Jesus shows up with visitors. Now, scholars and theologians will tell you, that this must have been a very special wedding which called for the attention of Jesus and the mother because they went as a family meaning that this must have been a wedding that was very close to their family some speculations say maybe it was the wedding of James the brother of Jesus because according to the flesh Joseph had children with Mary and they say that that James believed Jesus was the Messiah after the resurrection. When he resurrected is when he realized, wait, we were hanging with divinity and we didn't know. Because you can imagine you are born and then your mama tells you, by the way, this one is a special child. And you're like, hey, 
you know, the Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus, I know biology. How, mom, do you tell me the Holy Spirit came? Only Jay-Z. enjoy. And so, Jemo could not believe that Jay-Z was the child of God. Hallelujah. And so, they believe it must have been a very close relative. That's why Jesus never went alone. The mother was also in the meeting. Meaning that these are person they knew on a personal level. More so, maybe a very close relative. That is why the mother was involved and concerned that the wine is out. Because if this was not a person that they knew closely, the mother would have kept quiet and watched the bash go down. And say, okay, to lead to Arusin and come to Jipanga. And what happens in the Jewish culture, they were very much, value, they valued so much hospitality. Meaning that when people organized for a meeting, food and drinks needed to be enough. So according to their culture, the wine coming to an end is an error. Because their culture values hospitality. This was a door of shame that was about to open to the, to the bride and also to the groom. And when I begin to look at this, I'm also very concerned because even heaven is concerned of hospitality. God is concerned about the diet that my people are eating and whether it is enough. God is concerned about the wine, the Holy Ghost, the wine they are drinking and whether it is enough. And the desire of God is that my children will drink until they overflow, until it runs over. It is the culture of Zion. They are concerned. Every Sunday God is concerned. What are my children eating? One preacher told us nowadays we serve potatoes in different forms. Mashed, roasted, fried, but viazi ni viazi. So watu wanakuwa na kwa shoko because they have never eaten meat. They have never tasted milk. On Sunday ni utabarikiwa. On Sunday utabarikiwa zaidi. The other Sunday, sasa ndi utabarikiwa kabisa. It is the same meal. And you raise a very imbalanced church. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor today we might choose some meat. Someone said, God said it's not good for man to live by bread alone because he was thinking of sausages. Hallelujah. <sighs> so let us now make sure we have a balanced diet. So on the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there. Hallelujah. I bless the Lord because in that meeting Jesus was there and in that meeting there was a woman who knew who Jesus was. It is one thing to be in a meeting and Jesus is there and it's another thing to be in a meeting whereby there are people who are sensitive to know who is in that meeting. Allow me to tell you encounters are personal. I came to discover that of course there is a level of walking with God, a level of prayer, a level of, of, of growing in the stature. But there is a level of expectation out of revelation. There, there are things that can never move even in a church until men have revelation and expectation. Expectation is the mother of miracles and impartation. I say expectation is the mother of miracles and impartation. I have seen gifted ministers. I have also attended meetings where I just went and because of the expectation of the meetings, I saw God move in ways I've never seen him move. Why? Because that expectation provokes a heaven to partner with the man holding the mic. So there is a level where we might say, we don't have powerful preachers per se. We have deep expectations. If today I told you Ben Hinn is the one preaching, people who are sick will even believe for healing before he prays. 
Because they know this man carries that dimension of healing. But allow me to tell you, the Jesus that partners with Benihim is here. If only you can raise your expectation, your healing will come upon you. And so there was a woman in this meeting. Who knew who was in that meeting? And there are seven lessons that we are going to learn out of this. And the first lesson is the place of spiritual sensitivity. The place of spiritual sensitivity. Many interactions of Zion, they happen where men are sensitive spiritually. Jesus is passing. A woman sees Jesus and knows that this man has not come for me. But this is Jesus. She's sensitive in the spirit and says to herself, if only I can touch the hem of his garment, then I will be made whole. And she touches Jesus. And the Bible says, Jesus asks, who touched me? Peter comes and says, Master, behold, there are many people pressing. But Jesus realizes the one that touched me was not out of a commotion. It was out of revelation. Hi. Meaning that we can be in the same service. Someone is pressing out of revelation. Another one is interacting out of commotion. People are touching Jesus but nothing leaves him. And there is another one who touches the same Jesus and power leaves him. Because it is revelation that attracts power. May the Lord raise your spiritual sensitivity. Refuse to attend Sunday service just as I'm Shirika. The Bible says God does not gather his men in vain. Every gathering there must be something divine ordained from heaven. We declare from this hour, we refuse to gather and live the way we came. We refuse to meet the one that changes not and our lives refuse to change. Let this be the day when virtue shall flow out of him. The Bible says spiritual, there was a woman, she was sensitive. She was sensitive. She knew wine has run out. The meeting is about to go south. But this it's not the desire. A meeting, a revival without wine is a gathering, is a social gathering. What makes a difference in a wedding is not just the vows, it's also the meal. What makes a difference in a gathering where we are meeting our groom Jesus is when we have the delicacies of Zion, when revelation is available and wine is available without supply. And this woman said, and when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. They have no wine. They have no wine. So the mother knew because you know no one knows their son better than the mother. If you want to know my son, my, my wife knows. My wife will tell me, you you My wife will tell you only diaper. You've interacted with that child until you know, until you can know when temperatures are rising. You see, Mary, Mary, Mary dealt with Jesus. And Mary from birth, she knew who she was giving birth to. When in the dedication level, Simeon and Hannah announced who this child is. So Mary knew the child that he gave birth to. He knew this is not just a man. This is God wrapped up in flesh. And at this level, Mary never went as a mother. Mary went as one in need of the power of God. And that is why also Jesus had to make sure that her place is well kept. The next answer here is very simple. Uh, and he said, Jesus said to her, woman, 
Woman, woman, it looks very sad. I can imagine my son going and telling my mom, Stima imekatwa. Then, then, or my mom, my wife telling my son, Stima imepotendo weke stima. And then my son says, woman, you know, it looks like it is a term, not of honor. But at that time, he was not speaking as the son who was raised by Mary. He was speaking as the creator of Mary. He had the power to call her woman. Because if you came to summon me as a mother, you can't. But if you came to summon me as a daughter of Zion, then divinity can answer to you. But in your mother level, you cannot mother God. So he had to respond in the God level. Because whatever Mary asked for could not be delivered by a man. Only a God level could deliver that. And then Jesus said, my hour has not yet come. I came to discover there are things called spiritual seasons. Even Jesus was aware of the spiritual season. Because he knew he had gone to the Jordan. He had already received the impartation. But there was a season for his announcement. But I discovered in the patterns of heaven, the seasons of God can be interrupted. Schedules can be interrupted if a man can rise in faith. Schedules, programs can be interrupted. I am not coming to heal this woman, but there is a daughter. There is a daughter of Jairus. I am going to heal the daughter of Jairus, but there is a woman who has intercepted my journey. And as I'm healing the woman, the daughter dies. A schedule has been interrupted. There are things that can interrupt divine schedules. It's called faith. It's called faith. Yes. The Bible says there is a woman who came to Jesus and said, Son of David, behold, my daughter is not very okay. The Bible calls that woman a Seraphonician woman and said, my daughter is not okay. And Jesus said, you know what? You don't give holy food to dogs. The woman persisted. And then the second time she said, but my Lord, ah, even the foods that fall under the table are licked by dogs. And Jesus said, because of your faith, whatever you need, let it be settled. You see, the son of David, it's not, but he answered, it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Ah, look at 27. Then she said, yes, Lord. Maybe you can begin from the beginning so that we see where the error was because there was an error. A woman of Canaan came from that region and cried to him saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. The son of David came for the Jews. Now, a woman of Canaan could not receive the miracle of son of David. Meaning that the address at that level, the son of David could not answer a Canaan woman. Because the son of David was limited to the children of Israel. That is why when the blind Bartimaeus cried and said, Son of David, he turned and asked, who called me? And the people said, no, 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 continue. He said, no, someone has addressed me according to my prophetic lineage of the Jews. And the one that has called me is a Jew. Meaning that he's now mandated to receive from son of David. And he asked that man, what should I do for you? Because you have interacted with me in the patterns of prophecy. Because the son of David came for the children of Israel. But the son of David had no dealings with the Gentiles. And a Gentile comes and says, son of David. But now this woman interrupted schedule. Because the time he became the Lord, the owner of all, is after he died on the cross. That is when he became the Lord Jesus. 
But this woman journeyed in faith and addressed him before Calvary. And said, my Lord. Now look at that scripture. My Lord. Yes, Lord. Even the little dogs. Look at 28. Then Jesus answered and said to her, oh woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that. What happened? The schedule would have been wait until I die on the cross. But faith interrupted schedules. I know there are defined schedules because when Mary was told, woman, what does it have to do with me? This is what Mary did. She went and said, whatever he says, do. I never went to approach him as a man. I know he's God. And I know in the God level, in the beginning, God said, you will say. The pattern of ordinance is that he speaks into existence. He said, whatever he says, do. What does that mean? Now, the faith of Mary provoked Jesus to act. Because a person has gone ahead of faith and said, whatever he says, now you have provoked him to say, you have so much faith, he will say, why? I know you. I know you are a caring God. You cannot be in a meeting like this and see the wine run out and still sit there. I know you are a loving God. You cannot be in a wedding and see the wedding crumbling and still sit there. I know who you are. Faith is triggered when you know the character of God. That you can still hold your sick child and say, Lord, I know who you are. You are not the author of diseases. I thank you because you are healing this child. And he has to move. He said, whatever he says, do it. Whatever he says, do it. My goodness. Meaning that this woman, the second thing, she, the, the, the second thing, the first lesson is spiritual sensitivity. The second thing is, is understanding that we can alter spiritual seasons by faith. We can alter spiritual seasons by faith. Hallelujah. Seasons are in the hands of the Lord. Understanding we can alter spiritual seasons by faith. Number three is understanding the divinity of Christ. Understanding the divinity of Christ. There is a lot of preaching about demons. I know we are in a spiritual battle. I know the devil is our enemy. But let me tell you, Jesus is on our side. And he never lost any battle. The Bible says in the book of Colossians that Jesus publicly disarmed the devil. The first level of winning spiritual war is your attitude and mindset. You can fight a devil from a defeated front. Let me go slowly. I'm not here to deny there are demons, there are witches, there are sorcerers. There's a time we we're here with Pastor Pastor. But we were just leaving late from church and we found snails poured out of the church. We cast them, we rebuked them and the following day they were dry, they were black. Why? We didn't even need to come back to church. We know whom we have believed in. Even if you tell us a witch has built outside here, we will still leave the name of the Lord. Why? Your first victory in battle is your mindset. That's why the Bible says our weapon are not, uh, our, 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 you know, casting down, casting down every imagination and every stronghold that tries to raise itself against the knowledge of Christ. Ah, our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty. You can look for that scripture. Our weapons are not carnal. They are not carnal. Second, second Corinthians. 
Yes, look for that scripture. I want us to read because I want to decolonize some people here. Listen, when you enter spiritual warfare, don't look at the witch. A witch can only live for 78 years. There is a God who was before the witch. There is the ancient of days, the king of glory. There is the one that has power over all. Even the life of that witch is still the one that holds that life. We are not afraid of wizards and witches. They can do whatever they do. We know whom we have believed in. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. The fact that they are not canon, they are mighty. I wish you can see that scripture. The Bible says they are not canon, but the weapons we have, they are mighty. They are mighty. They are mighty. You can imagine going to a war. Your opponent has a pen knife and you have an AK-47. You have a mighty weapon. You have an advantage in that battle. I declare in this atmosphere, let the revelation of your way begin to change your mind. Your enemy does not have powerful weapon. Our weapons are mighty. They are mighty. They are mighty. The problem is that we have told you about the devil more than Jesus. So you are there with a coroposter. You know coroposter? What were DJ Afro? Ah. You are there with a bazooka and your enemy has a pen knife and he's doing this. And then you hold the bazooka and begin to run. You don't know the potency of a bazooka. You don't even know how to use a bazooka. Now the devil is happy when you magnify a pen knife at the expense of an AK-47. Our weapon are mighty. The Bible says in the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue confess both in the heavens, on the earth and even under the earth. What is under the earth? The devil, even under the earth. Have you never heard non-believers who had nightmares? Non-believers, even you when you are an unbeliever. You are from a club, you drink, you get nightmares, people are killing you. And you wake up in your drunkard state and say, Jesus. And the thing lives and you are a drunkard. Why? Because that name has power. Now you can imagine when that name is in the mouth of a believer. How powerful is that name? Our weapon are not canon. The word of the Lord is a weapon. Yes, that word is a weapon. Jesus overcame the devil by the word. Just interacting from scripture. That's why you must run away where you are just told about I see, I see. You need to have the word of the Lord must dwell in you richly that you can see a matter and begin to declare scripture. Ah, the word of the Lord, the hooks of heaven, the fire of the Holy Ghost, the blood of Jesus, my goodness. I tell you, our armory is loaded. We just need to interrogate which enemy to know which weapon. You don't shoot a mosquito with a bazooka. It's wastage of resources. Some demons don't even need the blood of Jesus. They just need you to stand in holiness. Just standing. No war. Just standing. Walk in holiness. They live. Yes, there are attacks in your life that are a product of casual living. They don't even need seven days of fasting. Just holiness. Jesus said, the devil has nothing against me. Yes, he has nothing against me. So he has no ground to attack my life. Ah, pastor, I want to be blessed. How is your walk? For the weapons of our warfare. So there is a warfare are not canon. Just stay there, sir. But mighty. In who? In God. For pulling down stronghold. Let me show you the first stronghold. Casting down, number one, arguments. 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 Ni kweli mchawi alikuja mebamba kuwati. Na akakuja kweli. Na akadance dance. Na akatema mate. Those are arguments. 
na ni kweli sasa hizi umesota na unasema anga labda ile kudance ndo ali still destiny akaiba nyota skiza those are arguments if anyone be in Christ is a new creation the bible says father that they may be one just as i am in you may they also be in me so i am in Christ and Christ is in god so if the devil can enter in Christ i'm in trouble because if the devil can live in jesus then he can live in me if the devil can attack jesus i'm in trouble why i am in Christ and Christ is in the father now begin to bring down arguments because there are arguments over your life. Na sisi wadanganya nikahubiri hapa one month about witchcraft. Adam tu atjarogwa ataanza kuona merogwa. Wangapi muliangalia advert ya covid mpaka una sneeze unasema ndio hiyo ndio hiyo. Because ulishindo kisikia covid covid and they kept on saying these are the symptoms. Mpaka unaamuka umechoka juu ya kuosha nyumba general cleaning unasikia magodi unaanza kusema ni kama nimepata ile kitu. Why you kept on hearing about that thing for long? It is time to hear about Jesus for long. Ah. Because we are overcomers. Arguments and every high thing that exalts itself Pastor unajua kwetu ni kubaya. Lazima nibebange kachumvi kwa mfuko. Is a sign of salt covenant. Chumvi imetengenezwa na mwindi. Covenant yako iko kwa the blood, the new covenant. You don't need a salt in your pocket. You need Jesus in your heart. Ah, pastor unajua kuna hii holy water. Hii nitoka Jerusalem. Ay 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 iliombewa na mtumishi kwa mlima siku saba. Leave the businessmen alone. Have your faith in Jesus. Have your faith in Jesus. Paul writes and says, I fix my eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. Our eyes are not on water. Our eyes are not on anointing oil. Our eyes are on Jesus. When you know the divinity of Christ, you will know who can fix the wedding there were many people in fact there is a man who was called the governor of the wedding the governor mc ule jamaa alikuwa ameorganize your wedding hata ya kujui why nilitoka wapi a sensitive woman shifted the meeting may the lord raise sensitive people in our midst people that can place demands on the altar and call upon the name of the lord that as life church we will not be taking the old wine there are people who can tell god pastor jesus ni kama wine ya life church limuru imeisha hizo vitu pastor dia nafundisha hapana release a new wine let sensitive people arise people who know who jesus is Bible says we need to know the divinity of Christ. We need to know whom we believed in. On the case I shared and when they were in the storms Jesus woke and said he rebuked the winds and commanded the storms to be still. Then they asked who is this man? I, then the question is who are you following? Those are disciples asking who is this man that even the wind and the storms obey him. That is Mark 5 from 41. Who is this man? And the question is, who are you following? Some of you, you need to know Jesus for yourself. Yes. Personally. Let me tell you. I believe there is a reason why God is taking us back to these parables. You know we there, there is there, there are mysteries. People have mysteries. But they have never met Jesus. When you meet him he's a very simple guy. 
Yeah, people have dimensions. Divinity of Christ. His Lord. That name means his honor of all. When the Lord sent Moses, he, he went and told him, go and tell Pharaoh, the Lord has sent you. What was that? You know, Pharaoh had colonized Israel to a point that he thought Israel belonged to him. The name Lord means the owner. So he said, go and tell Pharaoh, the Lord, the owner, is in need of Israel. And that was the battle of lords. One had to bow. That's why when Ukiomoka, Unetango, land lord, the owner of a land. But it is joy. He does what he wants with the land because he's the Lord. Jesus is Lord. When we say our Lord Jesus, we are meaning the owner of all. Hallelujah. We need to understand that also number four, Jesus cares. Jesus cares. Jesus cares. Jesus cares. That is why he could not allow the meeting to go without the wine. But when we begin to look at this scripture prophetically, it meant the old wine was over. And there was only one that could bring in the new wine. It was a time of a shift of dispensations. We are moving from the wine of the law to the wine of grace. And there is only one that can introduce that wine in this banquet. Because it's the only one who has the power to release it. Is someone getting me? You can never use the old wine in the old wine skin. A wineskin was something made from fresh carcass. Something needed to die to get the carcass. And to get the, I mean to get the, 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 the skin. Why? Because skin, when it is wet, it has the power of elasticity. But what happened is that the old wine vessels were dried up. And the only thing they could do is contain old wine. So if you put new wine in the old wine vessel, new wine has the power of expansion. So what it will do, it will expand and rupture the wineskin. So God is not a waster. God can never release new wine until there is new wineskin. Meaning that there must be death on the altar and people surrendered, people that are ready to adjust. The moves of the spirit are irritable to religion. Religion does not permit expansion. But when new moves come, the first thing God prepares is a wine skin. And then pours the wine. The one that had the power to change the meeting. It was a change of dispensation. Hallelujah. A change of seasons. Another wine was about to enter in that meeting. We want to declare over this ministry. May we begin to partake of the new wine of Zion. We are tired of the old wine. 
whatever worked in the days of our fathers may not work in our day oh lord today let the floodgates of heaven open let the heavens open let the wine of our day be released every generation is submitted to a certain council and a certain sound i will lie to you in the days of my son and my daughter they will be having their new wine they will need some truths from us but God will give them revelations and wine that some of us never walked in. And we must embrace them and be ready because this thing is progressive. We don't know it all, but at the end of the day we know the next generation will know something we didn't know. And so at this hour, his mother said to the servant, whatever he says to you, do it. Because this God is a speaking God. Your work is to obey and act. The, the way he introduced himself in Genesis was bad. Thou says the Lord. Let's begin to wrap this matter. Now there was set there six water pots of stone according to the manner of purification of the Jews containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. This name apiece, that gallon, had the ability to measure water enough to bathe an adult. So that's how, that, that was the measuring scale. Remember we are saying John writes with a lot of Hebraic mindset. So we must enter where he is to understand what he's saying. And then there were six water pots. Six is the number of creation because the earth was created in six days. But on the sixth day, man was created. That's why the number of man is six. And that's why they say the mark of the beast will be six, six, six. Because it is perfection of man. But then when you decode that matter of 666, it may not be possibly a, a number written on your forehead or something placed on your wristband. It could be doctrination of humanism and the labors of men interfering to support humanism. And that's where the conversation is. All these campaigns we are becoming more humanistic instead of becoming more godly. So there is a lot of humanistic 666 humanism. And that's why in that level of humanism, men are ready to abort children but do vasectomy to a lion. And it is news that a lion went underwent vasectomy. To avoid breeding. Because it is in a zoo. And that lion has rights. But an unborn baby does not have rights. Humanism. That a dog, a chihuahua has rights. You can kill it and get sued. But I can go on a boat. It's my right. Humanism. You, you see, the book of Revelation will become clearer with time. Some of the decoded mysteries cannot be understood with our current setting. But with time, it shall be clearer. This could be indoctrination of humanism. Is someone here with me? So now we begin to see six represents man and also the creation of man. And six is incomplete because seven is now the number of completion. Meaning that there are six empty vessels. Six incomplete vessels. There were said there are six water pots of stone. The water pots of stone 
were afforded by the who is who. This was, these were not the kawaida. The kawaida people used to afford pots of clay because according to the law, when you defile the pot, you are supposed to break it. But you could not break a water pot. It had value, meaning that the rich and the priestly are the people who afforded this matter. Because this one was for the who is who. And the ritual cleaning their purification was a purification whereby when people are going to eat or when they are going to do something, even prayer, you see this in our cousins, you have to wash because they believed in external washing. That's why there's a time they consulted and they said, your disciples don't wash their hands when they are eating. They have not undergone the purification of washing. So this was the law which observed external purity. But now the vessels were empty because the old move was over. They needed to be filled with what sanctifies and purifies permanently. And you can see the protocol. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Now what is that? And who is he talking to? The servants. The servants. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. And then this is the first thing. Now they were said there, according to the man of purification of the Jews, containing 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water. I am here to obey. My work is to fill your life with the word. That word will change in you and change you. The water of the old was for purification. Externally, the Bible says, sanctify them with thy truth. Can I even share with you? Yes. There are levels of struggle and compromise. That is not just a behavioral issue. It's not behavior. It's absence of revelation. Kuna vitu na stragonazo. Wadia mungu iki kupata fit zinaisha. Siati ni behavior ni reve. That's why the word must be in you without measure. This, this Bible, the, the, the book must be written in your heart. I have hidden your word, O oh God, in my heart that I may not sin. Meaning that there is a level of sin which is absence of the word. So when the word Wells in a believer well, that believer is delivered from sinning. Is someone here? And that's why my work is to fill vessels because the Lord has said, whatever He tells you, we are the servants, you are the vessels. Ours is to fill water. That water will change and become the blood of the new covenant. The blood that washes and sanctifies and makes men clean. Hallelujah. He said, fill with water and they fill them up to the brim. Fill me up, Lord, till I overflow. Hallelujah. The Lord this day is looking for empty vessels. Only Jesus can change the water into wine. We need to understand water represents the word, but wine represents the Holy Spirit. And the two of them work together. Let me give you a scripture in the book of John chapter number 3. This is the story of Nicodemus. Allow me to say this. Please be ready. In this service, men will be filled. Because when I was praying, the Lord told me, there are empty vessels I want to fill today. And there will be a release of a new wine. Yes. So please, 
if, if, don't be in a hurry. Don't leave. Maybe the feeling, maybe you came empty. Hold whatever you need to hold. Just give us around five to ten minutes. We'll be out of this place. Bonus fuel. I know you have a meeting, but it's not as urgent as what you're about to receive. So hold on. Jesus answered, most assuredly I said to you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What is that water? It's not baptism. It's the word of God. There is another bad thing that is needed. And then he says he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What does that mean? He cannot be a handler of power, authority, and dominion. That name kingdom there is power, authority, and dominion. Unless you are born of water and the spirit. Today, this thing is coming upon you. There will be a feeling and a revealing. Let's finish that scripture. So the Bible says Jesus was in that meeting. And the wedding was almost going south. When I was reading this scripture, I began to cry to Life Church. I said, every Sunday is like a wedding banquet. May we never miss wine. Every Sunday when we gather is like a wedding banquet. May Jesus always be in our midst. And may there be sensitive men and women that are able to know that he's here and he does not show up just for the sake. He shows up because there are matters that must be settled. And he said to them, draw some out now and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. Uh, when the master of the feast had tested the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from. But the servants who had drawn the water knew. The servants knew. But the one in charge of the feast did not know. We know where the wine is coming from. It's coming from the Lord. We know where the wine. We added water. We know where the wine is coming from. It is coming from Zion. Hallelujah. And the Bible says the people looked at him and said, how comes you have brought the good wine at the end of the wedding because what they used to do is serve the wine once the wine ends you now begin to bring the other wine let me address people who are struggling with alcoholism and this is your anchor scripture of support there are two wines in this scripture one the good wine and the other one was the inferior so there was the superior the inferior wine had alcoholic content the superior was crepes crepe pressed and served fresh. That is why the miracle was when it was served. You don't get that wine at that time. Because naturally, when wine stays, it ferments. So this one was the good wine and it was late. Someone hearing me. It was the good wine and it was late. So whatever Jesus offered them was non-alcoholic. And I can prove through scripture that Jesus never took anything alcoholic. There are three people we know in the Bible who took a Nazarite vow. John the Baptist, Samson, and Jesus. That is why Jesus was born in Nazareth, the city of the Nazarites. One of the vows was that no alcohol should enter in their system. Even when they were breaking bread in the upper room, it was not alcoholic. Please understand this alcohol. The first time we have an encounter with alcohol, a man cast his own children by the name of Noah. This is the spirit of lewdness and indulgence and it is not of God. In Galatians 5.19, it is mentioned there that 
these are the works of the flesh so if you are struggling with alcohol you are not dealing with a bottle you are dealing with the flesh appetite you need to die to that desire and allow the holy ghost to take over we must come back to the days of holiness not the days of relevance the power of the holy god cannot move when we become to argue with what scripture say the standards of zion are final Church is not a social club. It is a kingdom. And you become a member of this kingdom by operating by the standards of scripture. So we are not motivational preachers. We are teachers of this book. Whatever it says is wrong, we shout. Please don't hate me. I'm not the one who wrote it. I found it. I'm also reading it to understand it. And there are things this book has told me to stop and I've stopped. And they were not easy. So I don't just read what entices me. I read what builds my spiritual man. Because if I have to win, this word must settle in me. The Bible says the word was sweet in my mouth, but it was something different in my stomach. Ah, yeah, yeah. It was like honey on the mouth. Sometimes the hearing of the word is good, but when the word begins to work in your life, the results sometimes are not very good because it sets you apart, sanctifies you, breaks things that are not of him, and begins to align you. Galatians 5.19 the works of the flesh. Mm, thank you, Holy Ghost. You know, we are coming to a place of filling churches, but not filling men. Yeah. It's very important. I rather have people that we are believing on the same scripture. It is one thing to struggle and accept your struggling. It's another thing to justify and mutilate scripture to justify your error. Allow me to say this. The scripture is our standard. Even me, I'm bound by this one. I don't come on Sunday to tell you what I've conquered. I come to tell you what God wants us to do. Are you getting me? I come to share the standards of heaven, which even me, I need to walk under. So I'm not here to tell you things, oh, 10 ways to have a successful marriage. I'll even tell you 10 ways how to fight and conquer in marriage. Okay, you know, sometimes we preach and you think, where pursue Kosawa? We follow the same one. Now, everybody knew. Now, the works of the flesh. Uh, please bring that in message Bible so that we can get it clear before we pray. And I'm not the one writing it. It's the Bible. Then interrogate your life and ask Kamoko Nakaunyama. Tukoko message. Yeah. It is obvious. What kind of life develops out of trying to get your own way all the time? Repetitive, loveless, cheap sex. Hey, hey, hey! Oui! Uh -huh. A stinky accumulation of mental and emotional garbage. Frenzied and joyless grabs for happiness. But you are happy. Trinket gods. Magic show religion. Paranoid loneliness. God. Hey. Hey.
the vicious habit of depersonalizing everyone into a rival. Wewe unakuwa ngamzuri kila mtu ndio mbaya. You see the unaona immense na najua Bible inasema when they brought the woman at the very act Jesus and Eliza if you are innocent be the first to cast the stone. Do you know what the Bible says? He bent down and began to write and they heard and then the Bible says, and they left, beginning from the oldest. So the amen are going down from the oldest. Ah, okay. Uncontrolled and uncontrollable addictions. Ugly parodies of community. I could go on. This is, isn't the first time I have warned you. You know if you use your freedom this way, you will not inherit God's it is obvious. It is. So if it is obvious, deal with the flesh. Stop dragging scriptures in a club and you're trying to look very spiritual and even they call you pastor in a club because you justify everything. But deep down you are wrestling with the truth of the word because you know there is a voice telling you you are in error but you're trying to silence it. Do you know I've discovered another pattern. There are people, when they are in error, they look for people who support their error. And this is what is happening mainly in TikTok and social media. So I can justify a cause. And if you don't agree with my justified cause, you look like an enemy. And then I begin now to build like a small religion over those people believe that, oh, we can take alcohol and go to heaven. Oh, we can live lavishly. Who made you a judge? We can have sex with whoever we want and still go to heaven. Listen, your opinion is not above God's word. Your opinion remains as opinion. The Bible says, let every man be a liar, but let God be true. The scripture declares in the last days, he will not open TikTok opinions. He will not open Facebook opinion. In the last day, he will open this book and this shall be the standard of our judgment. I'd rather be judged now so that as I enter eternity, I will be receiving my crown. Your opinion are good. That is why Kenya has opinion polls. Do you know the man that had the presidential leading opinion polls lost? Because opinions are opinion. But the truth is the truth. The truth is the truth. I have exalted my word above my titles. I follow my word to perform it. This is the standard of Zion. If a generation wants to be delivered, we cannot be philosophical about this word. We cannot be hypocritical. We cannot afford even to become motivational. This is the standard of heaven. If you need the genuine blessings, observe the standards. Seek first the kingdom and his his righteousness, his standard, his patterns, and all these things will be added. There is a standard that we ought to seek. Hallelujah. Let's just stand up on our feet. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. He's here. Jesus is in our midst. He can never permit us to enter into shame. He is in your midst. He is in this gathering. Jesus is in our midst. Mary knew there is one in this meeting who can change the meeting. There is one in this gathering who can change your life. Today I'm seeing people that have been very empty. You 
have made money but you are empty there are vessels in this service that the lord wants to fill today there are vessels that water and wine is about to come upon your life there are things that have drained your life you have been filled before but there are matters that have drained your life some of these battles some of these contentions some of these your work i came to announce there is a miracle happening in this service i keep on hearing today is a wedding of kana moment there are people in this service that are going to receive miracles as the first miracle of this year this was the first miracle that jesus ever performed and the bible says the disciple believe in him and it also glorified him i want to declare today there is a miracle the miracle for the year the first miracle in this first day of the month i mean in this last day of the month of january something is coming upon you kamena asokatayabala elomina kopaya zelima kande eparia katoria elomina kataya zela paraskopela sakadabayada celebredia kataya just come manu in the atmosphere of Jesus there is an atmosphere that things begin to be possible there is an atmosphere where curses are broken diseases are healed matters are restored we have enter that atmosphere Mandele predia la paya is an atmosphere where everything is possible no disease incurable just continue to pray in the holy ghost there's an atmosphere there's an atmosphere where everything is possible no disease incurable there's an atmosphere there's an atmosphere everything is possible. thank you holy ghost no disease oh jesus Begin to pray. Charge your spirit. There is an outpouring that is about to take place. Something is about to come upon you. Everything is possible. No Listen, this is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm hearing. There are people here that God is delivering you from shame. 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 Everybody lift up your hands to Zion. Just hold on the music. 
The Bible says the meeting was about to collapse. Shame was about to enter in that household. But there is a God that cares for us. Thank you, Spirit of the living God. I don't know what the enemy had planned. But I'm seeing the Lord delivering men now from shame. Wherever you are, something is landing upon you now. It is a deliverance. That garment is leaving you now. That garment is leaving you. It was David that prayed and said, Lord, you never permitted your anointed to enter into shame. I hear the Holy Spirit say, you are my anointed. I cannot permit you to enter into shame in the mighty name of Jesus. Them that are here, the hand of the Father is already heavy upon you. Now, wherever you are, let that yoke, let the agenda, let the assignment of hell be broken over your life. You cannot enter shame. You cannot enter shame. The Lord that delivered his anointed from shame is delivering you now. Kapaya, Zokotoya, things were supposed to happen. Shameful things, but they will not happen. We intercept now. Makola Mandela Bia Zapaya, Zakatala Boshataya, Belomina Kapaya, lift up your hands and Lord, deliver me from shame. Lord, Shame cannot be my portion in my home, in my family, in my business, in my career. Shame is not my portion. In that wedding, if nothing had happened, shame would have come upon that family. May the Lord deliver you from shame. May the Lord deliver you from the expectation of the wicked. I came to discover we live in a town and in a nation where people are always watching for downfall. Sometimes you go to Facebook and someone is mourning and people are not even conscious to condole. They begin to post very funny stuff. Not everyone is by our side, but we have this assurance. If the Lord be by my side, who can be against us? Who can be against us? The Bible says the expectations of the righteous cannot be cut short, but also we have the expectations of the wicked i want to declare over your life anyone that is has a demonic expectation against your life today in the name of jesus let the expectation be cut off not everyone enters in their closet to pray for us there are people declaring witchcraft prayers there are people waiting for the, our downfall may their path be slippery and may their ways be dark in the name of jesus you cannot fall every trap set on the path of your destiny may they enter themselves every bit dark on your behalf every color elected by Haman, you are not the one to hang there i declare divine protection over your life in the mighty name of jesus you cannot enter shame in the name of jesus People that are waiting for our death. People that are waiting for our downfall. It will not happen. As we enter the month of February, I declare divine security. Divine health is your portion. 
I declare protection on the roads. I declare whatever is connected to your life is preserved in the name of Jesus. I declare the three hedges of Job, the hedge around your family, hedge around your business, hedge around your life. No arrow of the enemy can touch you. Anyone that has announced war, they are defeated. They will come in one way, be scattered in seven different ways. I declare you are more than a conqueror. You are winning. The month of February is the month of testimony. May you have a kana moment, a miracle for the month. Kayama Shataya, Bokalia Bara, the path of the Russians shineth brighter like the breaking of the dawn. Every barrier is lifted. Any door that is hindering your life, we command it to open. The hand of the Father is upon your life. Divine strength, divine health. La Bella Kataya, Belia Rapaya, your hands are blessed. The work of your hands is blessed. You cannot fall by the highways, neither by the byways. Them that are in business, I release you to a season of profits in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever the Lord has ordained and a portion for you, it cannot be destroyed. We arise against the spirit of the Midianites, the attackers of harvest. Your harvest is secure in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says, The Lord, you are the one that teaches my hand for battle. I declare your hands are trained for battle, and those hands are ordained for wealth in the name of Jesus. Anything ordained for you cannot be overturned. Your doors cannot be overturned in the mighty name of Jesus. He cares. I say he cares. He was concerned about the wine. He's concerned about your life. Before the end of February, may you have a kana miracle. Even in this service, let miracles be released now. Let healings come upon people. Let deliverance, yet the yokes be broken in this atmosphere. On the throne, I see his angels ascending everywhere. I see the spirit fixing things around. Hallelujah to the Lamb upon the throne. I see Jesus on the throne. I see Satan everywhere. I see the Spirit feeding around. I. Live.
the Lord is healing kidneys right now anyone that is here with a kidney issue there is a guy called Gravis Gravins a member of this church diabetic father if you have a kidney issue let's agree in prayer now Lord, diseases are not of you. There is no disease you created. There is no infirmity you created. And this afternoon, we arise, oh Father, against diabetes, against diabetes, against diabetes, and every condition of the kidney. Come in, let the power of healing come upon you now. Elabila Paraskopa, Lebelemia, La Poria Kataya, let the power of the Holy Ghost. Let the power of healing come upon you now. Every kidney condition under this atmosphere, every kidney condition under this atmosphere, Shabila, healings are being released right now. Hold on the music. Pakola mena sopalia, le pakusadaya. Elemene seketola, azumbre, empaconde bria, azopadia kadaya. Anyone that is sick in this service, wherever you are, no matter the disease, under this atmosphere, be healed, 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 in the name of Jesus. Hashataya. Some of you can feel the intensity of fire. The anointing is already moving in healings. I don't need to lay my hands on you. You are dealing with the healer. He is Jesus, the one that healed our diseases. He is the one that healed our infirmities. Wherever you are, let the touch of Zion come upon you now. Wherever you are, let the hand of the Lord locate you now. Kaya Shataya. Eshata. Miracoaka. Makobelela. Amina Kompedila Rapaya. Kidneys are being restored. Ebia Zadaya. Conditions from birth. Pelamina Kompedalaya. Lepelekodia. I see a reversal. I see a reversal. Matters have been reversed. Wherever they came from, let them be reversed. You are a miracle, you are a miracle, Daddy, come and do a miracle, a miracle today, Daddy, you will do a miracle, a miracle today, you are 
hands to heaven. There are empty vessels that he wants to fill at this hour. There are some of you, there is a release of a new wine. You are a minister of the gospel, you are a prophet, you are a teacher of the word. He's saying this is the day. I want to release my new wine upon some people. There are vessels in this house that the Holy Ghost is speaking now. Wherever you are, something is coming upon you. There is a release. La pala kobia la paya. Right now, in the name of Jesus, wherever you are, I declare now. Take it in the name of Jesus. Take it now. Take it. Receive. There is a release. Vessels are being filled now. Kuna chombo ambavyo vina chazwa. Watuana pokea divine beer, popote ulipo, pokea, 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 kuna kitu chakiungu, kina chiliwa, katika angahi, kuna kitu chamkiungu, kina chiliwa, pokea, 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 moto waroho, una chiliwa sasa, popote ulipo, kayabala, ashopalia, mandele. Even in the overflow, even the people watching, whatever is here, lepelekenos epalia karamandolaba rakatosa pela kombadila lepreketosia. Receive now. Aya moshadala lepelia. Take care of them that are under the anointing. Lepeleskobela. The Holy Ghost is moving again in his house. He's moving again in his house. Kalalus Emanola Mila Asomenila Capella Azibra Compedialus Pelamina Kataya Lepelia Kataya New wine New wine New wine New wine New wine Feel us Lord Ah. Oh He's here He's here Make it personal Be sensitive in your spirit Commune With the immortal God Launch out in the dimensions of the spirit Ah Ah Make us bola mia Semanila Kapaya Rocamble Espenos Kempa Embalosia Lapa Compelidras Compedia Listen This is what I'm hearing in the Holy Ghost He's saying If my children open up their hearts I am willing to fill them afresh. If only they can open up their hearts. If only they can get out of traditional services and just open up their hearts. Just lift up your hands, everybody, to heaven. You don't even need to pray. Spirit of the living God. These are empty vessels. 
thing a man can have in his life is to encounter him. We can hear about him. We can read about him. But something happens when there is a genuine encounter with him. And my prayer is that you are going to encounter him in your life. There will be sure testimonies that only him Hallelujah. I don't have a heaven I can take you. There are things money cannot buy. There are things money cannot buy. I've been crying for the church that above all things if I know God will bless us materially but my desire is that we'll never lose the cry and the appetite for God no matter how high and how lifted we are lifted. Father, we thank you for your presence. Holy Ghost, thank you for honoring us. Vessels have been filled. And I know lives have turned around. Destinies have shifted. And new chapters have opened in the lives of men. Some came weak, you are living with an overflow. Some came feeling like they cannot take another step in life. You are now charged to run and continue with the pursuit of God. Hallelujah. 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 It's very hard to end such a service. But we have to. 
want to appreciate Dr. Mpiana with your wife. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, the Monenes. May God bless you. And everyone that came today, believe it was scheduled out of Zion. Hallelujah. Miracles have taken place. I can witness in my spirit. My desire, and that's why I'm very slow in calling altar calls. My desire is that you will meet, you will know that Jesus healed me. I don't want to place any credit on my hands. The Bible says, and these signs followed them. And God confirmed his word with signs. Let God confirm his word. That you will live not building around a person, but building upon the word and building upon Jesus. That pattern is sustainable. Men, men come and go. We'll only be here for a season. But if we can raise men that can read their Bible in Qatar and believe the word of God, whether pastor is there or not, we've achieved our cause. Hallelujah. Maybe before we receive our tithes and our offerings, could there be anyone in this meeting? You are not born again. And you are saying, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. This is the day of salvation. Is there anyone? We want to pray with you. We want to pray with you. Is there anyone? Is there anyone? Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Anyone else? Is there anyone else? This is the day of salvation. This is the day of salvation. Jesus is in the house. He is our savior. He's in the business of saving. Is there anyone else? Oh, thank you, my brother. I see, see my brother. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Let's receive this brother. Let's put our hands together for him. Just come. This is the day of salvation. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Oh, we have one Sunday school. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, my sister. Even if you're there, you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. You want to rededicate your life to Jesus. Listen, please, never mind. Maybe I...
save my life and today I surrender my life unto you Jesus from today I declare I am born again I belong to Jesus Jesus you are Lord over my life thank you for saving me even now fill me with your Holy Ghost fill me with your Holy Ghost even now father thank you no one comes unto you unless called by you and thank you for this harvest thank you for these souls I declare against your fire over their lives none of them will backslide they will stand on mountain tops to declare your goodness in the land of the living Lord I covenant with their work and I declare they will keep the testimony until the day the trumpet sounds anything that is of the world let it leave them now and let the newness of the life of God take over their lives in the name of Jesus we have prayed and everybody say Amen let's celebrate them church let's celebrate the king of glory let give him all the honor the sick have been healed souls have come to the kingdom what else were we waiting for hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah. pastor Eugene I don't know how we are going to do this. Let's meet these guys at the visitors' parlor. Pastor Eugene, take their names. Take their names, please. Hallelujah. Okay, okay, let's just stand. We finish the service, then we'll receive you there. Is that okay? Is that okay? Allow me to make a few announcements. We want to invite all the visitors. If you're a visitor, just lift up your hand. Please feel at your father's house. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. This was your day. Hallelujah. My goodness. Most of the visitors have gotten born again. To all the visitors, we want to encourage you. There is a visitor's parlor over there. Please want to know you and just interact with you. In that door, there's a tent over there. We want to meet with you over there immediately after after the service we also have some books outside there bishop two missing books are still on sale at the registration desk my book the value of a woman's worth is also there uh, pastor peter's book and rich is also there so please grab a copy hallelujah uh, those who did not collect both their baptism and child dedication card to do so at the desk please it's very key to keep those documents um, uh, for, for your own sake there will be an education day for all our SACO members. This is the good news. The people saving in the SACO, they have surpassed the one million mark. And, uh, and people are already receiving loans. There are things you pray for, there are things you plan for. This is one of them. Hallelujah. And so on 19th February 2023, from 3 p.m., all the members and those who want to be a member. Jinawiri Sako is a church circle. Are we together? 
That is the only way we can empower you, teach you how to save, and teach you how to uh, work on a few things. So on 19th of February, there will be a training here in church from 3 p.m. Then we have our first wedding announcement of the year. And this wedding announcement is between Joseph and Anne. If they're there, lift up your hands. Joseph and Anne. Joseph and Anne. Oh, Joseph. Come so that, so that we know you are officially off the market. So that anyone who was praying for you, they can say amen. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, this handsome man, this handsome man, please, now begin to bless him. Don't claim him. Anyone claiming Joseph is a witch. Come here, Joseph. Oh, and this beautiful lady, Anne. To all the brothers, if you are DMing Anne from today, it is illegal. Hallelujah. You see, the brothers are not saying amen. It is over. Now, these two will be getting married here on the 18th of February, 2023. And they are after reception at Gospel Garden Bible College. This wedding is very spiritual. You get it in church and then you gave for Bible school, for a reception. Oh, Jesus. Power. We bless you. And we thank God that you follow the right path. You're a model to many. And may the Lord bless your work and we'll support you. We know you need money also and a lot of prayers and a lot of money. Both will come in equal measure. May God bless you and we love you. Let's celebrate them. The final announcement that I want to make, this is from the desk of the committee. We are believing God that possibly by June, we should have moved to the new location. But someone gave me news and told me there is a guy who sold the property and he has cash money and he wants to pay. And we are working day in, day out to make sure that that property does not go anywhere. And this is what I will tell you. God has already given us that land. We, we don't want to be bothering you every Sunday with announcements of giving. And so we are launching out what we are calling Church Partnership, City of Destiny. And every member, we pray that you are going to be a partner. Is that okay? What is partnership? You know your salary, you know your money, you know what you can give comfortably. You are going to give a pledge of a whole year. Are we together? You just write down and say, and this will be happening yearly. You just write and say, this year I want to partner with the city of destiny and I'm going to give a hundred thousand and I'll be honoring ten thousand every month for the next ten months. Or I want to give ten thousand, I'll be giving one thousand every month. Are we together? Then in December, we are still going to have our family Sunday and we are going to have that family Sunday will also share the amount of money raised, the progress. That will be our family Sunday and because every member is part of the family is a partner, it will also be our partner Sunday. Is that okay? So that now we can also declare blessings and we can also, you know, release the burden for the next year. Is that in order? So we, will, we are not going to have Harambe's we are not going to have many events. The only event is on Sunday. We'll just come with the pledges card. 
pray for you, pray for them, and then give me. So I want you to, I want you to take the whole of this week and ask the Lord, how much do you want me to give? Bonus fuel. It is one thing to get the land. That land does not have water. It does not have electricity. It does not have parking. No tents, nothing. All this is money. We need to build toilets. We need to make sure you have a good parking. And we can't build toilets. You guys are very executive. So we must build a toilet that is in your level. Hallelujah. So we want to make sure that the spirit of this house, which is excellence, will be carried to where we will be. Even if some of all of us will be in a tent, it will be an excellent tent. So there are many budgets ahead. So instead of every time saying, Sasa tunataka kununua hema, Sunday ni special giving, Sasa tumenunua hema, tunaitaji gita. No, that one will not do. You just purpose and the team will plan and plan. And then the money that is in, we begin to invest slowly. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. And that does not mean you sow your tithe. I look at them straight in the eye. Tell them tithe is very different from what you are pledging. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, they are those who plant. But the Bible says, there are those who planted and there are those who watered, but God is the God of the harvest. So the Lord has entrusted us with the planting Jembe ya kwanza ni ngumu, kupiga haro ni ngumu, kupata seed ni ngumu, but we will bear the weight. And in every planting there is a blessing. And so when the other generation comes, it's going to be a good time. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor we are well able. A step at a time. A day at a time. And we are going to make it there. And tell that neighbor, pastor and a jua. Kama ni kusacrifice, you may sacrifice. Hallelujah. Some people are even opening businesses. Wakisema ibi ashara pastor. Profit yote ya kanisa. That's how radical men are. Some of us to go tayari kwa kelea magari zetu. Tupoe kakitu na bank. Ndiyo tusukume project. Iri gari yende lakini. Tupamanange na kazi yuko mbele. Hallelujah. Lakini ya tuangali bank. Tunangali ya mlima zayoni. Otherwise, Are we ready to give? Are we ready to give? Welcome, sir. God bless you. Let me just shake your hands. God bless you, man. God bless you. I get it. But there is something when men get born again. Yes. Hallelujah. This is a whole discipleship school. Are we ready to give? Tell your neighbor it's end month. And pastor can see in the spirit. Tell your neighbor pastor can see in the spirit. And you have been paid well. It's time to give our offerings and our tithes. And time even for those who are giving their pledges for the land. It's time for that. Hallelujah. Amen. For those who have gotten born again. Give the offering then we meet outside there.
Let me speak a blessing over your giving. If you need an envelope, there are ushers walking around. They will minister to you with an envelope. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you for the giving of your sons and daughters, even those who are giving online. We thank you for tithes. We thank you for offerings. We thank you for sacrifices. We thank you for seeds. Any manner of giving, Lord, we declare, is coming to your treasury and for your works. Lord, I declare as this money enters, Paul said, not that I lack, but I know that everything you give, the fruit abounds in your account. I declare that's your portion. That the fruit will abound in your account in the mighty name of Jesus. And I declare this month you are not struggling financially. The economy may go the way it wants to go, but your supply is different. Supernatural levels of supply is your portion. You will never miss anything in your hand. As the hand releases, that hand will also handle. I bless you with the blessings of Zion. And I declare to everyone under the sound of my voice, even them that are not privileged to give anything, Lord, let this be the last Sunday that they come to your house with nothing because you're the one that blesses the works of our hands. Lord, increase them in the land and increase them wherever they are. We give you glory and it is in Jesus' name we pray. And now the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God May God bless you, please. Church, church, please. Simona to again. Yes. Simona to again. Sana sini vizuri wakikuja tunawabariki. Sindio. Sini mambo yetu. Simona to again. Bwana asifiwe. Naongea hivyo ndio ongeze sadaka. Ndio tupate kitu ya kupewa wageni wa Tanzania. Sini kweli? So that wakisikiwa anaitwa Life Church, wana book the next flight. Wanajua they have a place where they are well. Najua hata mimi pastor. Kuna pale unaitangu unasema ninakuja. Because they receive you well. So please let us honor them well. May God bless you.